Okay, so we didn't really do the intro yet. Well, here's the intro. Hey guys, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> Welcome to Damage Control, where we're just trying to control our damage. Yep. <laughs> Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Okay, I pressed the button. We're recording. Hello, Miss. We're Imani. ready. What up? How's it going? It's going. We're into February. Well into. The last time we recorded was like mid It's been like a month. Oh a my whole goodness. Month. I'm sorry, guys, for our absence. Complications uh, came up. Pandemic. Pandemic happened <laughs> and affected some families. So we just took all the precautions and... Now that we're back, full action episode we're seven. Back. Yes, and which is so funny because I think yeah. last time we <laughs> said like that. the seventh episode, like podcasts don't make it past like the seventh episode. Yeah, it's like this would happen, of course. Yes, on the seventh episode, <laughs> I thought about that when I was like, "Hey, ready to record?" And you're like, "Um," and I was like, <laughs> "Oh no, of course not." This one. Uh, yeah, how funny is that? Today we are also accompanied by my cat Panda. He is currently hanging on my leg and just living on this bed that we're on so everybody say hi panda we'll see if he gives his input later you'll probably hear him eventually he's a talker (laughs) he's so weird all right well if you guys are new here welcome hello thank you for being here um we this is a podcast about everything everything pretty much nothing is off limits um but we started this as two friends, basically just to process life and all the things that go with it. Mm-hmm. So welcome to Hello the table. and welcome. I hope you guys liked our new little intro song that Imani made. Yeah. Shout out to Imani. I had a lot of time on my hands. I mean, I think it's pretty <laughs> sick. So I hope you guys enjoyed that. We're, we're trying to spiff up this place a little yeah. bit. We're still getting our footing. Yeah. That's I mean, what season one is for exactly we're still in single digits so we have some time to experiment but yeah how was your week or how was your i guess month month <laughs> <laughs> it was good i feel like covid definitely i i said before i don't think covid is something to play with yeah period i know a lot of people have whatever feelings they have about it but if you like I live with my grandparents so maybe if I lived by myself I wouldn't care as much yeah but their health is not something to play with in my opinion definitely so I really don't see anybody in person at all besides like work mm-hmm. but it's definitely scary it it, it hit my family really hard because yeah. I haven't even been I haven't been to work back to work yet oh so yeah oh wow because i had it for like two weeks i don't have that many symptoms but still but then like my grandpa just got out of the hospital jeez what's today he just got out of the hospital like two or three days ago is he doing okay yeah he's doing much better but still yeah it's very scary so if you can stay home please do because you don't know who you're gonna impact or at least follow the precautions that are put in place to help you. If not for yourself, for people who live with their grandparents like me. 
Because I don't know where I, I don't know where we got it. That's the thing is, you can get it anywhere. You can get it from the grocery store, the gas station, the bank, the your your work. I mean, you yeah. can honestly get it anywhere, and it's so hard to to not you know to not know. Yeah, and I feel like too, it just isn't like to me. If you okay, I can understand the person who lives like alone and is like, I don't really care if I get it. I can just stay at home. But that's not everybody doesn't have that privilege to live by themselves or to isolate or whatever. Cause like for us, once one of us got it, it was pretty much we're all going to get it. Yeah. There's not really like, I don't have space in my house for all of us to quarantine in separate rooms. Like that's not going to, that's not going to fly. Some people yeah. do have that capability, but we don't. Yeah. So just uh, have a little consideration. I definitely like after post having it, I, it didn't really affect me as badly, mm. but like after seeing my grandparents and my parents deal with it, I'm not taking, I'm not, I'm not playing with COVID again, especially if this new strain is as bad as they say. Wait, they're saying there's another strain worse? Yeah, they've been saying that. Oh, I low-key haven't been paying attention. They've been saying that. So probably in like early January they were saying that like new strains of COVID I mean because it's a virus it evolves yeah so just if you get it a second time it's supposed to be a lot worse so well let's hope I don't want that so anyway on to something a little more lighter yeah our favorite segment Music discoveries. This is a little segment that me and Imani do each week because we're both absolutely obsessed with music. So this is something that has either is newly released, new to our specific playlist, or just songs that are on our mind that we think other people should be blessed by. So Imani, what's yours this week? Uh, This isn't really discovery because I feel like discovery implies... You don't know them. And everybody knows who freaking Beyonce is. If you don't, then I don't know where you've been (laughs) literally your entire life. (laughs) But anyway, um, I put Homecoming on here. If you have Netflix, you Uh. need to watch Beyonce's Homecoming video, which is her performance at Coachella. Phenomenal. And it's amazing. She was the first black woman to headline Coachella which is incredible and this is like three years ago three I th- 2018 yeah so three years ago she was the first black woman to be at Coachella and she takes like all of black culture and puts it in two hours yeah not all of but a good portion of it and watching like her creative process is just amazing she's she doesn't have like okay Beyonce's voice is not my favorite voice like, I feel like it's pretty standard. You can hear the same type of voice in church the way I grew up. Mm-hmm. So, but but her as a whole artist, as a performer, as an entertainer, whole nother level. cannot be touched. No. I, if you can tell me, besides Michael Jackson, I can't think of anybody who, like, does a full performance like Except she does. for like Super Bowl or something. Like, and even her Super Bowl performance was head and shoulders above every other Super Bowl performance I've seen. Okay, hear, hear me out. Lady Gaga's was really good. That's what I was going to say. 
Gaga still really not came better up. than Beyonce's, but yeah, I would put her in. I would put her right up there. Yeah. Other than that, though, she's pretty iconic. Like Bruno Mars was good, but Beyonce was there too. So <laughs> it's obviously made it better. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I just she's incredible. So with this, I feel like two taking bite-sized pieces of Black History Month. Just watch it. Do yourself a favor. It's so good. And it she she encompasses so much stuff and talks about a lot of issues that are central to learning about black history, mm-hmm. which most people don't know about. So check it out. Watch it. You will not be disappointed. I've seen it so many times. It definitely gave me... I mean, I respected her before then, but just to see because it takes you through everything from her getting the call that she is doing it, then her talking like on the drawing board of what she wants it to portray and how she wants it to look, and then her going through the recovery of having her twins and like all this stuff. And it just puts a performer, not necessarily Beyonce, but a performer in such a higher regard, in my opinion. Because yeah. I never, I mean, a show's a show and I think they do well, but like you have no idea what they go through behind the scenes to make it that epic. And I, it made me have a lot of respect for her and every performer, like I said, so definitely check it out. I don't think every performer puts in what she does, but still, even if they put in a fourth of that, it's still way more than I would have ever thought. Yeah. It me personally, because I don't really think about that. I just go to a concert and I see a concert happen. I don't really think about all the little details and decisions that go into it. you know, and mm-hmm. I know every performer, like, when I saw, you know, Post Malone, he was literally just standing there walking around on stage with a microphone. <laughs> and then when I saw Billie Eilish, she had a full-on set change. She had all this and all that. So, like, th- th- it's just two separate way of performances. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't, I don't say that to knock other performers no. either. But, like, if you watch the documentaries that she has, she has a few of them that, like, detail her her involvement with her performances and she's at every step mm-hmm. like she yeah. decided the stage set she decided how tall it was going to be exactly where everything was going yep. she decided the colors she decided the cost all that all that she does yeah that's a lot most performers are not doing that yeah they're not they don't have their hand in every single aspect which i appreciate about her because it's like i think you can tell when when you go to a performance and it's like, yeah, you just showed up here to like sing your part and that's it. So for her to go above and beyond like that, I mean, I don't expect anything less. Yeah. No, that's great. Who you got? Well, kind of going off of, hold on, let me set the timer or the stopwatch. Um, Kind of going off of, kind of going above and beyond and a performer one of my favorite artists that i that i have is called big wild and he is one of those people that there's a bunch of different instruments in them in the song and he does every single one of them and so i saw him live at a at a show in philadelphia last year or two years ago now and he was on stage playing every drum beat every little ding every little piano section he was doing it all at once and mm-hmm. i was just mesmerized so one of his songs that have been non-stop on my list is his song called purple sand um in parentheses my home it's from his album back in 2019 
called Super Dream. And it has like a, a pink uh, sand dunes on it. And the song, like I said, is called Purple Sand. Here's a little teaser. So every little beat, every little whistle, everything he does. So I personally am a big fan of him. Um, he kind of reminds me of Odessa, if you guys know the that yeah. kind of scene. Mm-hmm. has a similar vibe. Um, and also one that I just found last week. Um, do you follow the neighborhood? Do you like them? I don't know who that is. Wait. <laughs> Hold on. Also, his name sounds so familiar, but I don't see anything that I... Not that I know off the top my head wait 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 wait. you don't know the neighborhood you've definitely heard like the sweater sweater weather is like their most um popular song you've heard it you have definitely heard the neighborhood jesse rutherford okay anyway (laughs) (laughs) he's him and his girlfriend are literally goals i freaking love them um but i've been following the neighborhood for a while and jesse the lead singer has done a couple a couple of his own projects um and he is just so out there sometimes but his voice is so perfect i love everything about it so there's another song um by this guy named kenny hoopla that features jesse rutherford and i think i say his name right jesse rutherford this is a little teaser definitely so that's that's him or jesse okay yeah i don't so the song's called lost cause i'm looking at the lyrics to sweater weather i don't even you okay pause the pause the podcast i'm gonna teach you money really quick you've definitely heard this song it has almost a billion streams you've never heard this nope oh my gosh you've never heard of the neighborhood okay let me tell you that is why you've never heard of them i may have heard that like in passing this was in like 2012 do you know what i was listening to in 2012 13 what 2013 take care came out that year by drake (laughs) i was listening to a lot of drake a lot of young money a lot of Nicki minaj Nicki minaj i freaking love that woman (laughs) that i i didn't even know i just no i've never heard of them but i do like the song yeah okay to give you credit that was my sophomore year of high school and that is when i found alternative music so my sophomore year was filled with all of that kind of music and i found sweater or uh found the neighborhood in that time so they weren't super popping quite then they probably popped off Maybe the next year, the year after, and then a bunch of their songs on TikTok are trending and stuff, and they they've been played on the radio. But yeah, to give, to give credit, <laughs> I was very much involved in that at that time. I mean, but I'll share some with you. I honestly like it's not like okay the first, and I don't even know if this is considered alternative, but the first besides Maroon Five and like Katy Perry. Mm. consistently i feel like they're more pop besides those two artists 
pretty much everything I was listening to was rap, R&B, hip hop. That's still mainly my lane. But when I, like the first, I don't think this is alternative, but the first whole album that I listened to that was not R&B or hip hop or rap, I think was uh, Lord's album. Oh, Lord's album, heroin, or yeah, Lord's that album. Album can ne- like there's absolutely nothing wrong with that album. I really liked that album. Every single like I loved oh, that album. Every single sound that is made out of that album is perfect. It's good, perfect. But, like my sophomore year, I take that back. Adele's album Mm-mm. I listened to, but Adele is very soulful. She's I wouldn't got a lot consider of that anything off. I mean, I think people consider her pop, but I, I know her first album, Twenty One. That wasn't her first album, but the album that came out in twenty eleven. Uh, I wouldn't consider that pop. No, I would consider Twenty Five maybe more poppy. But I listened to Adele. Adele is very soulful, though, so I wouldn't even yeah. consider that off too much. I liked Ed Sheeran. Yeah. But Lord was probably the most bizarre album I was listening to, oh, like so the good. first, like outside of that genre. That's like one the of, first stretch. That's one of the only albums I crave. Like I haven't listened to it in a long I've, time. I it sounds so weird, but I crave albums like certain yeah. albums, mm-hmm. and hers is one that is constant on the rotation. Oh my gosh, it's so perfect. Constant. I, yes, I haven't listened to it in years. Oh, do it on the way home. I love that it album, but I haven't listened brilliant. to it in years. And I probably still know most of the words to it. But like my friend in high school, if she, uh, she, I think she follows the podcast. I'm going to have to text her after this. <laughs> we were like really good friends in our sophomore year. We sat next to each other in high school in English. And we used to mess around all the time. But she told me she was like Iggy Azalea because that's when she had just gotten popular. Yeah. She told me Iggy Azalea was the best rapper. And I said, girl, <laughs> she low key pops off, but not, no, not, no, no, I think some no, of her no. songs pop off, but not comparative. You, but to... I wouldn't even put that in the category of no. best rap. No, 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 not even best female <laughs> rappers. Anyway, so that year, Drake's album, uh, I think nothing was the same came out. Mm. So we traded albums. I was like, you need to listen to Drake. Then tell me. That's, and Drake is like a very mild rapper. Yeah. If you don't listen to rap, you can start with Drake. It's a good... Yeah, exactly. So I, she listened to that album and I listened to Lord's album. There you go. Good. Yeah. It's fantastic. I, I saw her, I think the year after that album came out. And she sounds even better live. But she's weird when she performs. She looks weird. Well, I like, mean, I kind of would expect that. She like, <laughs> it's it's so weird. Like, I tried to get into it, but I was so distracted by her moves because she was, she was like, it's, it sounds so weird, but you guys she can look up those, videos. She like, convulsing Yes, types. yes. But, and she had like, oh, what's that dinosaur with the small hands? T-Rex. Uh, like, like T-Rex hands the whole time. Just like spazzing out while singing <laughs> perfectly. But she's like shaking. And I was like, I respect the artistry. I do. But like, I can't. Like I had to like listen to it without looking at her to get the full experience. <laughs> but yeah. And I think she was still kind of new. So I don't know if she was just trying to be different. I don't know. Trying to see what she likes. I don't know. 
but okay, moving on to some trending topics. I guess um, number one we can go through is Euphoria. Shout out yes! to Stu. <laughs> did you? Where did you get to? Okay, so shout also, out to Stu. I guess we should probably put a spoiler alert here, just in case. Yes, it's a it's a fantastic show. Um, like I said, shout out to Stu for allowing me to hop on that um, login. Appreciate you. And he was um, discussing a few things about the show with us before, so I only feel like it's appropriate for us to bring it up. So this is one's for you, Stu. Um, so right, we, I feel like we may not get out of here <laughs> <laughs> at a certain time. Yeah, no, we have a couple of things to get through, but not much. But so I'm on, I may be episode four. I'm not done yet. So I'm like three and a half, but what's the last thing you remember? The carnival just okay. happened. Okay. So I finished that. I finished the carnival and I, wasn't that such a weird, start, but it was filmed so beautifully. That, that the whole, oh the gosh. whole show is like. It's every like the lighting that's used and how they utilize shadows and everything. Oh my gosh. I like I normally can watch shows like in back like have it in the background, but I want to look at it just because it's so like pleasing to the eye. Yeah. But one thing I say viewer discretion is definitely advised because I wasn't aware of the amount of um sexual conduct how do you how would you content? say content sexual content they straight contract. up have sex and it's pretty obvious if you yeah. if you if you have hbo i had no you, idea i just started you, watching it i kind of expect like, that from hbo this is HBO, true i should have. hbo is very raw yes and, and they they can get away with a lot more so anyway watch with this it's not as bad as game of thrones though so i've never seen that if you do watch that I never watched Game of Thrones, but I've seen bits and pieces. And from what I've seen... It's about the same? No. It's worse? Game of Thrones is way worse. Is it really? Because this one's pretty pretty spicy. I don't know. I honestly can't even remember what scenes are in Euphoria. But just be aware. It's yeah, in there. Definitely use discretion. Um, but so it, I really enjoy it. What was one of the things that we talked about talking about it? Gia, her sister. What about her? Stewart had brought that up. Like the way that she like how I, I don't know how far you got. Talk yet. about Gia. She has to see her older sister go through stuff as a drug addict. Have you seen I don't know which episode this happens in. Have you seen like the part where she goes to rehab? I think so. Yeah, that's at the beginning, isn't it? Where Honestly, she leaves. It runs together. That's after she has her little episode. But have you seen like Gia's discovery of her? Yes. Okay. 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 Yes. 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 So, basically, and I'm gonna try and do this without giving too much away. But basically, Euphoria is about a teenager. I think she's 17. Yeah. And she's been addicted to drugs since she was 13. Mm-hmm. and it, this like show takes place right after she gets out of rehab. So she's like a junior in high school. Yeah. Um, And her sister is the one who found her overdosed. Mm-hmm. And her sister, I believe, is like 14 or 15. Yeah. She's a couple years younger. So... Can you imagine? I can't. I can't. I literally could not imagine that. I've had 
I've had friends. Um, that's actually, it's kind of a weird thing. And also this is just trigger warning. I've actually been, I have a, had a lot of, of my friends either attempt or actually commit suicide. I need three hands to count how many of my friends have been affected by that. Um, there, it's just been part of my life that a lot of my friends have dealt with. And I've heard stories of their sister finding them Mm -hmm. and all that stuff. And it's something that I never want to experience, Mm -hmm. whether it be suicide, overdose, any type of death. Like, yeah, no, I, the, the closest that I got was my sister was in a shooting. Oh yeah. In Vegas. I remember that. The closest that I've gotten, there's no way to compare this to finding your sibling overdose, but like hearing my sister scream out of terror because she's getting shot at, like even that, like I still not, I'm still not recovered from that. Yeah. I'm, I'm honestly not. So like, I can only imagine my heart goes out to everybody who has to experience that. Yeah. I feel like that's, that's gotta be really tough. And I think especially now with social media, we've all had so much, if we don't know someone personally, who has either committed suicide or attempted to commit suicide, we know someone who does. Yeah. Like it's that, it's that close to home or, or personally you have tried it, you know, Mm -hmm. like I feel like that is, that is not a, that's not very far off target. And that's just why, like I've only had one experience where like a friend of mine overdosed and I was there and I literally stayed in the bed for like three days. Did you, you saw them overdose? Well, I didn't, I didn't like find her, but I was, she was my roommate for the summer. Mm. So like me and my other roommates were just like worried sick. Oh, I, it's yeah. horrible. I, it, and it wasn't, it was just, it was whole thing. And I feel like I never really got over that either. Like, it was just such a scary thing. But at the same time, like, as it relates to, like, drugs, shootings, like, death in general, I feel like doesn't really bother me as much. But I think, like, in terms of thinking about, like, finding someone that you love in that condition, Mm -hmm. like, she's going to have to live with that her whole life and and see that like again that, in her brain like to constantly think about like because she looked dead in that scene oh yeah like it's amazing that she didn't choke and die mm-hmm. so like for your younger sibling to see that and for her to idolize her sister the way she does yeah that's tough yeah and to continually see i think <clears throat> in like the first episode Rue says something like, I don't want to change for me, but I want to change because I saw that part. My mom and sister, because they want me to. Yeah. Because she's worried about them. And yeah. Yeah. So, but addiction is a disease. So, like, for you to want to do something, but not be able to do it, but also you see how your actions affect your actual family, I can't imagine. Like, it's just, there's so many dynamics to that show. That battle. Oh, yeah. Watch, watch with warning. 
yes i feel like it'll it'll cause things to come up for you that you didn't know like mm-hmm. were even there oh yeah well also like one thing that i've mentioned like that show like i said it's about that like you mentioned it's about a girl who's 17 a drug addict but it just also shows you like there are there are multiple storylines within that show and almost all of them have to do with drugs like drugs are such a prominent part of our culture now and it's almost normalized and it's people get pressured by it and like i didn't know drugs were such a big part of our culture until i joined the rave scene because then i i was 18 years old oh yeah in a parking Mm -hmm. lot and this girl looked looked 16 i think you had to be 18 to be there but she's just she torn turned around snorted a line of coke and then just kept dancing and i was like what just happened and i mean i am i just have never i never seen it in person before Mm because i never participated in it but I had no idea how all this happened. And then I got offered ecstasy and then I got offered acid. And I was like, why are people thinking they need to do this to have fun? But I mean, to each their own, I am no way to judge. But like, I had no idea how popular it was because I never partook in it. Mm-hmm. But that show also just shows you she has her drug struggles, but two other, four, three other storylines within that also does. Yeah. And it's just, it's a thing to do. Yeah. And, like, I mean, I feel like each character is different, too, right? Because, like, like... They all do um, it for different reasons. Like, Fez, who's the drug dealer, Mm -hmm. he's doing that because he takes care of his little brother. Exactly. And that's the way that they make money. Yep. Which he, Loki, looks like Mac Miller. Yeah, he does. Like, Isn't it trippy? I I saw it, and I almost freaked out because I thought it was him. But anyway, sorry, keep going. Yeah, he does. He does. But... Like, he's doing it because that's, like, the way to get his family, you know, straight. Then you have, like, um, oh, my gosh. Maddie. Maddie. The short. Oh, the crazy The girlfriend. wild one, yeah. She but has, at the carnival, she had her little jug experience with their other friend. But they did that just because they were sad. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. People do it like, for different reasons. Like, there's escapism. There's, yeah. like, the people who only do it at certain times. Yep. It's like I'm going out with my friends. Is the like I, I do it socially. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I always had friends who did drugs, so I, I wasn't surprised. Like I've always, I never, like in high school, I wasn't. I was in that group by because I was friends with some people in that yeah. group, but I wasn't a part of that group. Yeah, like I never partook, but I always remember like being so concerned and i'd be like look if you get too messed up just call me yeah like that was kind of my same thing but that definitely like i wasn't surprised that she was as young as she was hooked on drugs yeah well i i didn't know that half of my friends did it (laughs) in high school (laughs) i had no idea and just because like they didn't i just never was involved in it like we would hang out and they want to do it at the house parties. And then eventually we turned older and everybody started showing up with drugs and stuff. And I was like, and like two weeks around, like I said, I could care less. I won't do it, but I won't yeah. hate you for doing it. But, but yeah, okay. I get the appeal. Honestly, I think I could be addicted to drugs. <laughs> like if I allowed really? myself, absolutely. Okay. If I allowed myself the full freedom to just do drugs if i wanted to i could easily be addicted i could be addicted to anything i feel like i'm too paranoid because i'm so concerned about what's going on around me 
that I, if, if I'm not in control, like I think I would, like I think I would be paranoid rather than enjoy it. Cause I'd be like, oh my gosh, am I being too loud because I'm high or something? It depends. It depends. No, it, it, depends it depends on, the on drug. what the drug is. Yeah. Because like, even with like weed, like there's two types of weed. One just makes you very relaxed and mellow. And there's no, like, I feel like even if you wanted to stress on that, so that's, that's going to be indica. Indica is like, I'm going to sleep. Mm -hmm. And like, you just, you can't even be worried on indica if you wanted to. Sativa is more of a stimulant. So if you're already worried and you're already an anxious person, that's not going to fly. It's going to make it worse. But. It just depends on the drug. Yeah. But I definitely like the altering of reality, especially when reality is crappy. I could totally, yeah. totally see it. Yeah. I can see that too. Yeah. I actually have, well, speaking about euphoria, I have a, I have kind of a, a, a different take. So right now, my favorite storyline is cat. Oh, she ha- by far like Rue, the main girl who's played by Zendaya. Uh-huh. Love her storyline, but right now my favorite storyline is Rue. I'm I'm sorry, sorry, is Cat because she has transformed so much in just four episodes. And yes, what she's doing, I may not necessarily would do myself, uh-huh. but the amount of confidence that she has developed within these four episodes either doing what she's not or whatever i love it it sounds weird no i get it but i love her story so far i'm I'm really excited to see but like i also wish that she didn't do it that way i wish she didn't get her confidence the way that she got it yeah although i feel like that's very normal i agree i don't feel like it is very normal like that is a extremely I feel like it's very telling of our like it, it. It's spot on. Yeah, it's a very accurate show. Yeah, very accurate show. But her storyline so far, like I said, I'm only on like beginning of episode four, and I think there's six or eight of them. Eight plus two bonus ones. Okay, so but as of right now, she has been my favorite character development so far. Just I just find her fascinating. I don't know what it is. I just find her extremely fascinating. You know, okay, I agree with that, and also like. The development, even within their like friend group, their friend dynamic is very weird. To yes, me. I can't fi- quite follow it yet because I don't know what it is for sure. Like because she's friends with Maddie, mm-hmm. it's like they're all connected, but they're so but different. So Each character is so different. Yeah. But anyway, Cat's friend group, which is like Maddie, I forgot the other girl's name. The blonde. Yes. Who? She. Cassie. Like, yes. 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 And. Uh, I forgot who else. There's so much I want to ask you, but I don't think you've gotten to yet. But you know who, like, I was most intrigued by? Hmm. What's his name? What's the guy's name? He's like the main dude that... The anger one? Yes. Nate or Nick? I think it's Nate. Nate, I think. Mm -hmm. He is an interesting character to me. Yeah. I could see that. There's a lot of con- uh, conf- confliction within his 
character. Like he. Yeah. Yeah, I highly recommend it, guys. Like he's it's like he's a good guy, but has so much happening internally that he, he has know what no. To do with it. Yeah. And, and it he portrays just his anger. Takes it out in all the wrong places. Yeah. It's a great show, you guys. Yeah, highly recommend it. Definitely watch it. Um, another thing that is on the trending list is hold on. Let me see what what time we're at. Is the um, Britney Spears documentary. Have you heard about it? I've heard about it. I haven't watched it yet, though. Okay. I started watching it, and I can't remember what platform I started watching it on because I can't find it. It's not on Netflix? <laughs> I don't know. I've been trying to search for it, but um, I want to. I watched one episode, and I think there's a couple, but how it started was these two girls... I think they're they have like a podcast called like Britney's Instagram or something like that. And they started this movement called like hashtag uh, free Britney. Mm-hmm. And pretty much it's to free her of the oh, what's it called? Like the oh, my gosh, what's it called when because her dad is in charge of all of the finances and decisions in her life still. Mm hmm. What's that called? Conservator. Conservator, I think it is called. Is it conservator? Conservatorship. Conservatorship? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Conser- conservator- conservatorship. Yeah. So it's about her dad having conservatorship over her still. And she's like, I think she's like 40. But it- Oh, it's on Hulu. Oh, it is on Hulu. Okay. Mm-hmm. I have to find it again. But um, I started watching it. And it's about, like, it goes through, it interviews, like, this guy who was a paparazzi. And it just pretty much goes through, like, this girl, literally, I would have never wanted her life. Because everywhere she went, she was being photographed, documented somehow. And it literally drove her insane. Which made her, because she was mentally unstable, she lost her kids, she got a divorce, like all this stuff and it's really fascinating it's trending on everything right now highly recommend watching it um i never really followed britney too much as a kid i mean obviously her hit me baby one more time Mm -hmm. iconic obviously followed that but her as a person i never really was like a stan you know Mm -hmm. but it really really made me feel bad and also that makes me feel bad for all of the other celebrities that they can't enjoy going to trader joe's yeah or something that's what i have always like if you meet somebody you meet a celebrity don't be like just let them be be. like there's there's so many unless it's somebody that's like superstardom yeah which they probably wouldn't be at like that but like i would never want to be famous it's too much i mean i would never want that being well known like where you have a, a good following a good amount isn't terrible but like when the fact that you can't do anything without you knowing for sure you'll get recognized that's too much yeah and like the the effect which we kind of talked about this with Kanye but like the effect mm. on your mental health like it's very easy like I remember when she cut all her hair off and everybody yeah. was like she's crazy that's in it like she, she is fed up. crazy but like we have no idea like the other side of that no idea and now when people are seeing this they're like oh hmm, well they understand now yeah so i feel like 
while it is like your I still think like you have to be responsible for your own mental health Mm -hmm. to an extent but you also have to factor in like you cannot just jump to conclusions with people exactly cannot especially celebrities it's a lack I've one of my biggest pet peeves is a lack of compassion biggest easy easily biggest pet peeve because so many people don't stop to think about well like what maybe like what was going through her head Mm-hmm. maybe it was you doing that to her by going and taking all of her pictures yeah all the time. like have you stopped to think about like what it might be like to open your front door and people are on your doorstep yeah or hiding morning, in your bushes Kanye. yeah <laughs> <laughs> like like that is crazy yeah to not be able to and you you can't get away with that without someone knowing exactly and, crazy. and that's the thing too like it's it's one of my biggest pet peeves like with you said being lack of compassion when people are like oh i just hate the kardashians i'm like why would you hate people you don't know the media purposely portrays these people to be in the news whether that's good or bad yeah like i can't say that i despise any any um uh actor or celebrity or something because i don't know them i can't i don't have the right to say that i don't like them even though i've never met them yeah and i've never encountered their personal you know thing i mean like if they support something that i don't support okay i may not support their whatever but like i don't know i just i feel weird when people say like they hate celebrities just because of how they're portrayed in the media i mean i feel like it depends like I feel like it just depends. It's a, it's or kind like of both. Like you hate them because like, you, you don't can't, like their music. I feel like you can't. I wouldn't say I hate any celebrities. They're not worth that much of my energy, to be honest. Yeah. I don't know that many celebrities off the top of my head. Most times, the stuff you write on here, it takes me a minute to like think of who these people are. So it's like <laughs> it, it doesn't like that doesn't celebrity gossip and their lifestyle really has nothing to do with my own. Yeah, but. If you are in the media and you're saying stupid stuff all the time, I, you, I, I, okay, there's a balance. I feel like we need to have compassion and remember that there's still people. Yes. But there is a responsibility that comes with being in the public eye. This is true. That has to be managed well also. So if you get out here like Kanye does and you say things like slavery was a choice, Mm-hmm. What do you expect? No, this is true. You like, what do you expect? Like, you still have to have some, like, that still requires wisdom for you to be in that setting, but it requires wisdom on our part as well to have compassion and to think about, okay, well, there's pressure there yeah. also. But, you know, I feel like it's both and. Well, and all these people, like, all these TikTok stars that are 16, 17 years old, all of a sudden being the most famous person on the internet like they've never been trained to how to handle all this exactly. you know like i know charlie d'amelia who's like the tiktok goddess she Don't know who that is she she's like i guess one of the she's like more of like a dancer and more of like okay, a personality okay. i personally don't follow her but she's always on twitter or something and she's this 16 year old girl and she's been involved in multiple scandals and she's always talked about because she makes mistakes it's like she's 16 like if i was documented <laughs> all the mistakes that i did at 16 like i wouldn't i don't know like that's just so sad that she has to go through that but that's what people want fame people want to be noticed and to be liked and like Do there's they, so much negativity that comes from that though and backlash 
that's tough. I wonder how many people after having been famous would still want to be famous. Well, you know who Shania Twain is? The country. I know that name. She's man. I feel like a woman. Yes. Okay. She's one of the prime examples of a celebrity that I highly respect because she was really famous when she was really young. She got married, settled down. She flew and lived in Switzerland for like 10 years because she didn't want to be famous anymore and she wanted to raise her kids. So she took her entire life over to to Switzerland, stayed there, developed her kids, and then eventually came back to music like 15 years later. Because she wanted to be a mom and she wanted to not have fame in her household to the extent as it would be in L.A. Is that cool? Yeah, but that just, oh man. But it sucks that she had to do that. Yeah, like that. Yes, I think so. Especially for the sake of the children. I always wonder what it would be like to grow up a famous child. Well, going back to Olivia Jade interview, you think everything's normal when your mom and dad are paying half a million dollars for you to go to college that's normal <laughs> you know and there's a lot of oh, entitlement God. that comes with that but that's a whole nother ep- well we already kind of did that we, episode yeah she i was thinking about that episode earlier but yeah i can't like i don't know i wouldn't i i don't want to be famous to those extents yeah i don't even know if i want like i don't even like i don't even like the people I know in my business. <laughs> That's going to be so tough. And I know them. Yeah. But I feel like me as a person, I already know. I don't, I already have trust issues. Could you imagine oh having like fame and fortune, like never knowing? Are you really with me? Or are you just here for the same reasons everybody else is here? Yeah. Because you want something. Literally Selena, you know, Selena, the, yeah. her fan manager killed her like that's on another level you you i don't i don't know how they do it yeah i don't know speaking of celebrities do you know who emma stone is she was in la la land and she's my favorite she's She's in my favorite movie which one's that the help i watched that recently have you never seen it no i had never that was a fantastic movie fantastic that is i've seen that movie more times than i can count that, a phenomenal movie i couldn't stop it i, I literally i normally pause movies and watch them in a couple of days watch the whole way through stayed up till 2 a.m to finish it it's it was great. amazing i i can quote that movie so i i quote so many times it's great and it's from that movie and usually no one gets it except like my siblings <laughs> Because I quote it all the time to my sister. But well, yeah, I love that movie. Yeah, it was great. And she did really good in it, too. She's been in a lot of good things. But she is going to be Cruella DeVille. She's going to be be Cruella and starring in, I think it's I think the movie's called Cruella. Okay, so I was going to say, are they doing another 101 Dalmatians? So what Disney's doing is they're now giving backstories to all the villains of every Disney to kind of explain why they're a villain. Like Maleficent and all that. Kind of like the Joker. Or the Joker, yeah. I don't think, that's not Disney though. I'm not sure. That's that's DC. But that that's, they're starting to do that. Well, they've, they've been doing it, but Cruella's next. 
And they just released the poster for it not too long ago, and she looks pretty badass, if I do say so myself. I'm excited, because I really like Emma Stone. I haven't... I used to love um, the Dalmatian movies, though. But I'd be curious to know why she's a villain. Yeah. I'd say that's a pretty good storyline. And why she's obsessed with... um, Oh, the trailer just came out. Wait, hold on. It says... Look at her. Look at how badass she looks. Wait, can I make this bigger? Oh, yeah, Look she at that. does. They, they really did her makeup and stuff well. It's like fantastic. Like her hair. This one right here. The fuzzy, that, yeah. That looks just like the cartoon. The cartoon, I think it was a little straighter. It but was. it's still but fantastic. Yeah. Here's a first look at... Oh, coming to theaters May 28th. Soon. That's oh, my brother's birthday. I'm so excited. Oh, <laughs> I'm so excited for this. So that's coming out. Watch about that. I'm curious what other what other um, villains, quote unquote, they're going to do. I don't yeah, know. look I at that. Like to, yeah. If you guys haven't seen it, you should look it up. Yeah, it's pretty, look up. The, it's very aesthetically pleasing. Yeah, she looks fantastic. She's going to do great. Mm-hmm. And did you watch the Super Bowl? Yeah, it was garbage. <laughs> And I'm a football fan. I know. I was going to say that's kind of your guys' holiday. Yeah, it literally is a holiday for us. You guys were. But it was just like a blowout. That's not fun. Yeah. Who is that fun for? But I have really enjoyed these uh, whole Tom Brady is the best athlete. And then these these like threads of better athletes with <laughs> bigger accomplishments. Yeah, he's definitely very uh, romanticized. He's a great athlete. Don't get me he wrong. Is. But the best athlete of all time i disagree yeah there's a lot of if you're listening that. to this i and you are a sports fan i would like to know who your who your top athlete of all time is or like top five because in my opinion tom brady may be in my top 10 but he's not in my top five mm, who's your top who would you say is the top 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 oh oh sorry panda's laying on the recorder Okay. <laughs> You're good. It's okay. I would say I would say Kobe mm. Bryant. Kobe Bryant. R.I.P. Serena Williams. Ooh, good. Good choice. Twenty six yeah. championships. She's can't stop her. And one of them while you were pregnant. She Come was on. pregnant? I she was pre- pregnant. With a whole baby. Oh boy. Um. Let's see. Who else would I put in there? I would put. I would put Peyton Manning in there. Which, okay, don't make fun of me. Peyton Manning is that football? Yes. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> and I, you know what? I feel like it's more so to. Part of it, I will admit, we've always grown up. <clears throat> disliking the patriot patriots my mom's a patriots fan though oh but i just feel like tom brady when i think of like athletes who do incredible things with their like michael phelps i would put in the top yeah. five sean white like i don't know who that is is that a snowboarder, snowboarder? i find him absolutely f- i briefly remember that as a child he's pretty outrageous anyway but like 
I just feel like there are so many athletes who do incredible things with their bodies that a quarterback is just not really up there. I honestly don't even know if I would put Peyton Manning in there now that I think about it. He like a gymnasts. Oh my gosh. Did you watch that documentary? Which one? About the USA gym. No. Um, the uh, whole sexual yes. harassment. I didn't watch it. Great documentary. But like gymnasts, incredible yeah. use of their body. Yep. Football. I love football. Don't get me wrong. But I don't know that I would put them in the same category of because like when I think of like gymnasts, like it requires so much control of your body. Yep. And like to be in the Olympics. Yep. Requires so much out of your body that I just don't know if I'd put football in the same category. And that is coming from somebody whose favorite sport is football. Well, yeah. And it's it's hard too because I feel like football is way more strategic where something like gymnastics is a little bit more body yeah movement i guess and i think too i just have a higher respect for singular sports okay like i think when i think greatest aside from kobe because kobe is insane if you if you look at like his dedication to his craft he's like him and beyonce are nuts (laughs) if you want to learn about work ethic study those two yeah but like when i think of best athletes i think of like track and field Mm. or gymnastics or swimming stuff that like you have to literally train and break down your body so that it will do things that most people's body will not do yeah exactly it just doesn't strike me as quarterback tom brady who's able to still do this at 43 yeah that's why which is props to him yeah i'm not trying to bash on him but greatest athlete uh most of popular. all time that's a high statement exactly it's also new york fashion week i know you don't really I follow it follow this. i'm pretty <laughs> stoked on it not gonna lie this is something that i this is like right up your see. alley yeah yeah i'm really excited um i've always wanted to attend maybe after maybe next year mm-hmm. i would give anything to attend a fashion week. I know there's one in LA, uh, Miami, New York, London, Paris. I just want to go to one of them. I actually had, we we had an opportunity through my school because I went to school for fashion to work it, but I was busy the weekend that we could. But I'm really excited to see what comes out because this is where a lot of the staple new trends comes out mm-hmm. so everybody make sure you keep up on this week's fashion week for new york send me any runway shows you want me to critique or tell you my opinion i'm really excited for off-whites what virgil <laughs> what you don't know who what off-white is no oh my goodness okay robin <sighs> the extent that i know about fashion is like this much well uh, this is this why is have why me. This is why our podcast, I feel like, can be so diverse (laughs) because I don't know anything about fashion. The extent that I know about, like, because there's so many cultural differences. The only only fashion that I know to follow is black fashion. Ivy Park. And uh, not even Ivy Park specifically, but like I know who Naomi Campbell is. Well, Virgil's a black designer for Off-White. Yeah, but see, I'm talking about like the people who are like 
well known that I would know them. Like you're so well known. Like he's probably a well known guy. If you he ask is. somebody who's into fashion, they would probably be able to tell you. He's also I a can't DJ. Tell you. See, so that's both. <laughs> like, and the only I I didn't know who Naomi Campbell was until I was like fifteen, sixteen, maybe. Oh, I don't follow that stuff. Yeah, I really don't. Yeah, I I do not not as much as like other people. I really don't invest too much time into it, but I do try to keep top on top of all the trends mm-hmm. and stuff, just so I have my well versatile. You know, I'm well rounded. But yeah. Virgil, he he was the creative director with Louis Vuitton, um, and he also is really good friends with Kanye and supported Kanye. Um, in What's his this guy's name? Virgil, I never know how to pronounce the last name. It's like A B L O H or something. But he was partnered with Virgil A B. Oh, I do know this guy. Yes. <laughs> he was with Kanye. I take it back, guys. He was the director for Louis Vuitton since, or still is, I'm sorry, since March of 18. And he's also the founder of Off White, which is personally my favorite luxury brand. And he was heavily involved in um, Kanye's line, if I'm not mistaken. But he he's he's very much involved with Kanye. Yeah, he worked with Kanye. Started off white, ascended to Louis Vuitton. So he has a lot of history with Kanye. But definitely, he's he's one of my favorite designers just because his 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 is streetwear, but it it goes it's to the another level of streetwear and luxury streetwear. It's my goal to get my clothing line to be up to par like that. I remember this. Yeah, big fan. I'll have to fan, keep fan. some sort of tab on it. Yeah, it's okay. I, I, I Where will. do you even follow that? Um, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Okay. I follow a lot of like the, I, I follow Off-White, the brand, mm-hmm. and they share like the runway show highlights and stuff. And then I literally just Google New York Fashion Week and see who. Who's on the walk? I'll have to check it out. Yeah, I'm curious how it's going to play out this this year with COVID. Because last year it wasn't shut down yet. We didn't have the virus yet. I know. These were the last few normal weeks last year. Yeah. But, so yeah. It's good. Life is good. I have purple hair. Life update. <laughs> <laughs> Drop that in there. If you guys haven't Oh, yeah. Seen if you me, didn't. If you didn't see the Instagram live, oh, because that's yeah. where you—that's that's why I knew you had purple hair. Yeah, but my <laughs> friend Langley, she's like, because I was telling her, I said I really want to just do something fun. Like I haven't done anything fun. I was blonde. I still, I'll go back to blonde. She's like, let's do purple, and I was like, okay. And she showed me, <laughs> and she did it, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so fun. Wait, so I may have some colors for a while. I support it. Yeah, hundred percent. It's so fun. Yeah. Thank you for everybody who joined us for the um, Instagram live. It was really fun. We're going to try to do a couple more of those um, on weeks that maybe we can't meet because like we mentioned all the time, we're more of a biweekly podcast. So um, yeah, we're going to try to do more things like that to get our listeners involved and just kind of hang out a little bit more. So we appreciate you guys supporting that as well. Mm -hmm. It's really fun to hear you guys' comments in real time. Yeah. <laughs> I had fun. Shout out to Cambria. Yeah. Ch- Timmy Chalamet is a walking stream being. <laughs> That's forever my favorite comment. See, and I didn't even know who that was. Yeah, see, it's an educational thing we're doing. What? 
we're it's an educational <laughs> oh, thing oh 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 like like my education yes we are teaching yeah. each other the ways of the world yeah i've never been into pop culture very much i just it's not a very me thing yeah i mean it's not bad i just like i don't know i just it's never been a thing i concerned myself with that's good you don't i'm need bad to. with names too celebrity names yeah i'm more faces yeah another update i deleted tiktok oh congrats thank you guys i think i'm free you got out of the vortex i think i did how long do you think before you redownload it well the thing is people send me some like in text message so I then open because it's the app. I still have my account. It's just off my phone. Mm -hmm. So like if it opens back up, I'll scroll for like a half hour. But I do not purposefully. I I have not redownloaded it yet. It's been about two weeks and I feel good. I sleep more because I don't lay awake. I honestly do miss it. I'm not going to lie. I have had withdrawals, but it's overall helping me be more productive in life. Because I'm actually working yeah, and not procrastinating because I want to watch four hours of TikToks. And I think it's good. I think it's good. Four hours? I'm telling you, when I, on like a Saturday morning, I get up, let's just say at like nine. I don't get out of my bed till noon because I'm on TikTok. It, th- that's how bad it got. That's how I was like, okay, this needs to stop. I self-reflected. I prayed about it. <laughs> and I was like, I think this is what's causing me Ooh. all of my issues. So... I highly um, suggest and challenge you guys if you see it taking up more than fourteen hours of your of your week, just, get out. Just take a breather. There, I'm now way more on Twitter, so it just kind of went over. But I can get off Twitter way easier than I could get off TikTok. Yeah. See, I I don't I'm not big on social media like that. That's good. Keep that back. But I did. I mean, I I just I since I've had so much time. I was able to like get my writing together and I finally started an Instagram for that, which is so fun. I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. Wait, I don't know about this. Yeah. A lot of people don't. Wait, wait, wait. I love to write. Okay. I know that, but you're, you started an Instagram for it. Yep. What's it called? It's called poetry in motion. Poetry. I'm going to follow it right now. Look look at my story. It probably has something on there, but um, my actual one. Oh my gosh, I just opened up Let's my see. Instagram and one of my friends Oh no, is wait. It. Oh yeah, there's still one. The first one that's on there is like the It'll take you to the page. Poetry in motion. Oh my gosh, I Okay, I've but, seen you post this. I didn't know it was you. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. And, and it's been like I've had the I've had the space to just be creative. I haven't felt this creative in a very long time. Oh, that makes me so happy. And like, I I think that there's just like, not a stigma, but there's like a whole, a pressure that I feel like I have to do things that bring income mm. that, I feel that take away from creative space. I feel that. And I think, well, since I haven't had to go physically to work, I've had time to like actually invest in creative things which is so much more life-giving oh yeah than being at work I like i could work on this stuff for 10 hours and feel so good yep and then be at work for 10 hours and it's just like exhausting 
Exactly. Like it just, I, I feel like I just know I'm not going to work a normal job for very long. And I even told my parents today, I was like, I just don't know if this is like, I, on one hand, I'm like, I just want to quit everything and just do this. Yeah. Cause I know I could, and I know eventually it may end in money, be nice. but it won't for the first, for a minute, a cool minute. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's been fun. Yay. And like to have creative space. I feel like everybody needs that oh, on yeah. in some capacity. Yeah. But everybody's not afforded the privilege of time exactly to do it. So I'm trying to make space for things that are actually important to me and not just work. Good. That's good. That That's so helpful because then it brings you, I mean, because you're using a whole different part of your brain mm-hmm. and it's, it's so good. That makes me so happy. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited for you. I hope it, hope you keep going. And I, even when you go back to work, I hope you continue. Yeah. I feel like now it's kind of like a give and take. Like I, I'm... I'm going to have to figure out like doing things beforehand. Yeah. So that I can compensate for 55 hours of work. Time management's key. Yeah. Well, and yeah. I need eight hours of sleep. So is I'm not even the, I'm not uh, the kind of person who's going to be like, let me stay up for three extra hours and do like, that's not me. Yeah. It was definitely hard. I mean, I, for instance, I work. Yeah. You, <laughs> I do the same I thing. Don't know how you have, I don't know when you sleep. <laughs> And then you still have four hours for TikTok? Girl. Yeah. I- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, those are on the special nights. No, but I, you know, yeah, I, I literally go to work eight, eight and a half, nine hours a day. And then I come home and work another six or four to six on videos, photos. And then my weekends are all work. But there's such a, there's such an importance of finding personal time. And also, too, yeah. if you are a creative like I lost sight of this um, for a little while, but my friend reminded me, she's like, you need to have photo shoots for fun. Yeah. Not that you get paid, not that it's a job, not that it's a gig. Do a photo shoot because you want to do a photo shoot or do a video because you want to do a video, not because you feel like you have to mm-hmm. or that you have the pressure of getting paid for it. Remember your love for the art. Yeah. And that's something that I had to remind myself of and I have to still practice like I have to continually practice that so it's tough because it's like your my time could be towards making money like da 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 but it's also like you just you don't want to get burnt out yeah you want to remember your love for it mm-hmm. so I saw this quote today I was just trying to find it but it was like it was on one of my friend's stories and it said she believed that she could but she needed a break so she said no where it's like Ooh, that that. is good because like to me, I've become very protective over my personal time and space. Mm -hmm. If you text me and my phone is on do not disturb and I don't get back to you for five hours, I'm like, I'm no longer in a space where I'm going to apologize for that. Yeah. Like I don't owe. I feel like there's this there's this idea that we owe people our time and our effort and energy, which isn't true. Like you don't, nobody is entitled to your attention, even though it can feel like that sometimes, Mm -hmm. especially for people who are like myself. I feel like if you need me to do something, I'm going to do it. 
and I don't really second guess, like, do I actually want to do this? Like, that's never a question I ask myself. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if it's somebody that I like know and love. That never crosses my mind. But if you like, if creating is something that you love to do and you're also a people pleaser on some level, that's tough. You have to put those boundaries in yes. first. That's one reason it took me so long because I was like, I need to make sure I'm like in the proper mental space because how easy is it for me to just start writing because I know what people want to hear? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and you have to remember too when you're in the creative industry for being a service, people will not always like your work. That's something yeah. that I I have dealt with um, a couple tough clients where pretty much they're like, oh, I don't like it, so I'm not going to pay you. And that's where it's like, <laughs> hold on. Make sure you get a deposit, guys. <laughs> yeah. And also to like make a contract, all this types of stuff. Yeah. But it's, it's, you have to understand that your also your view of what you think may be good, not necessarily is the person, other people's version of being good. Yeah. And you have to be okay with that because art is, what's the word? Subjective. Subjective. Thank mm-hmm. you. Remember that your art is subjective. Just saying. Yeah. I may think it's great. You may think it sucks. I honestly, I feel like you just get to a point. Like I am a people pleaser. I would definitely consider myself a people pleaser by nature. But I also, this past year especially, have learned to hold people's opinion in one hand, acknowledge them, and then leave them. Yeah. And I'm still going to move how I'm going to move. And you can stay or you can go. Yeah. Like, I wasn't always like that. And I think for certain people, it's still hard for me to be like that. But I just have gotten to the point where I don't need everybody in my life who I thought <laughs> I did. Like, no, it's true. It's I honestly... don't need. I just don't. I feel like there are very few people that I feel like I need in my life. And your time as an adult is so limited, too. Mm-hmm. So you really have to be picky on who you want to invest your time in. Yeah. I totally get that. So and it's not that I don't care about people. It's just that I'm learning to, I'm I'm learning that like my, what I want and what I need is just as important mm-hmm. as what the other people in my life need. Yeah. Because I didn't always value that. Totally. I would just go until I had no more. And then I would end up in like two months of a depression because <laughs> I'm like burned out. Mm. So I feel like. I've got healthier boundaries now. I won't even say they're the best boundaries, but better than none. And it's trial and error. Make yes. sure you guys take care of yourself. Make sure you... I don't know. Yeah, make sure you take care of yourself. Yes. We're here for you guys if you need to vent, if you need to talk. We appreciate you guys listening for this episode. Episode 7 in the books. We made it. Yeah. Oh We're my gosh. over the hump, guys. We're over the hump. We have no... Is it- Go ahead. Is it seven episodes or episode seven? I think it's after. So if we get number eight, I think we're set. Oh, we're we're in there. We're, like we swimwear. got it. So yeah, we appreciate. This has been the Damage Control Podcast. Thank you guys for joining us for this time just to chat. Um, hit us up on Instagram. Uh, send us an email. Send us music recs. 
any topics you guys want us to talk about, any shows you want us to watch, songs you want us to listen to, let us know. All right, people. Peace out. Love y'all. Bye.